We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ba, 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 McLean. Sing me. Ba, 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 McLean. Ba, McLean. Hello, fellow patriots. Greetings. Welcome. Steamy hot July alohas on this Tuesday evening. Great to have you along as we enter the fourth and final hour of the Bobby Mack program. And uh, as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation this evening. Just grab the phone, use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800 800- 347-1063, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307, and my email address, Bob, at 1063WORD.com. So we're talking with Pat uh, from uh, New York, who's checking in with what uh, is happening with uh, her family there in upstate New York. Meantime, uh, Mayor Bill the Commie de Blasio, his giant Black Lives Matter mural, Outside of Trump Tower? How childish is that? How infantile? In the first place, it's nothing but a ripoff of what that mayor in Washington, D.C. did, uh, putting out uh, a BLM uh, street name near the White House. Well, uh, apparently not all residents of Gotham uh, are appreciative of uh, what the mayor uh, was a part of. He was, he was out there helping him paint the uh, BLM mural along with the uh, also uh, distinguished individual reverend al the uh, well-known uh, race monger an unidentified man walked up to the giant mural outside trump tower the manhattan skyscraper and poured red paint on the bright yellow letters shortly after noon yesterday then ran off before cops showed up to survey the damage Now, here's an interesting part. The mayor is taking part, essentially, in the vandalism of his own city. And then a guy shows up uh, who is obviously on the other side of this issue. And if they'd caught him, they would have charged him with vandalism, right? I knew it was going to happen. There's all this racist S-word going on. Construction worker Billy McCabe told the New York Post the mural should not have been done right in front of Trump Tower. 
Well, that's that's how infantile de Blasio and these leftists are. Nah, 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 nah. We're going to put a BLM mural right in front of Trump Tower. Uh, de Blasio uh, commissioned the mural last month, and on Thursday, he was jeered by protesters as he helped paint the mural with First Lady uh, Sherlane McRae and the Reverend Al Sharpton, he of the Justice Brothers, of course. Police said the assailant, assailant, how about the Patriot? Police said the Patriot, who vandalized the mass, the massive message Monday, that's a lot of alliteration, walked up Fifth Avenue at 12.13 in the afternoon wearing a black shirt and a black hat, dumped the paint, then ran down 56th Street. The blotch of paint dumped between black and lives was smeared over much of the mural by passing traffic. <laughs> Don't you? New Yorkers. You know, how come your tires are all red when you get home? Um, I wish I'd tackled him, but I'm old and fat, so I didn't, said Paul Rawson, who wore a dump Trump face mask and a BLM T-shirt and was selling anti-Trump merchandise nearby when the vandal showed up. I don't like anybody blocking free speech, and even though I hate Trump, I would never think of vandalizing something pro-Trump. Uh, nearby, a man with a MAGA hat walked back and forth holding a sign that read, The only time black lives matter is when they're shot by a white policeman or an Oreo cookie. Defend all policemen. Jeez. He shouldn't have done it, but that shouldn't have been there in the first place said the man who gave his name as uh, Michael, said of the vandal and the defaced mural. Vandal. <laughs> yeah, right. Ay, ay, ay. Meantime, down the street from uh, Trump Tower, New York Times opinion columnist and editor Bari Weiss, a woman, announced today she is leaving the newspaper saying she was bullied by colleagues in an illiberal environment weeks after declaring there was a civil war inside the paper. Ms. Weiss published a scathing resignation letter that she sent to the Times publisher, A.G. Schulzberger, on her personal website, noting she doesn't understand how toxic behavior is allowed inside the newsroom and, quote, showing up for work, as a centrist at an American newspaper should not require bravery. It is with sadness that I write to tell you that I am resigning from the New York Times, she wrote. She then explained that she joined the paper in 2017 to help offer a different perspective at the Times' failure to anticipate the outcome of the 2016 election meant that it didn't have a firm grasp of the country it covers. And fixing that issue was critical. But the lessons that ought to, ought to have followed the election, lessons about the importance of understanding other Americans, the necessity of resisting tribalism, and the centrality of the free exchange of ideas to a democratic society, have not been learned. Instead, 
a new consensus has emerged in the press, but perhaps especially at this paper, that truth isn't a process of collective discovery, but an orthodoxy already known to an enlightened few whose job is to inform everyone else. You know, she, she could have... Uh, she could have known this beforehand if, for instance, uh, she had listened to the advice of the uh, brilliant Dr. Thomas Sowell, who said, and, and unlike Joe Biden, I give him credit for the quote, it is usually futile to try and talk facts and analysis to people who are enjoying a sense of moral superiority in their ignorance. Weiss also wrote, Twitter is not on the masthead of the New York Times, but social media acts as the ultimate editor, as the ethics and mores of that platform have become those of the paper. The paper itself has increasingly become a kind of performance space. Stories are chosen and told in a way to satisfy the narrowest of audiences rather than to allow a curious public to read about the world and then draw their own conclusions. I was always taught that journalists were charged with writing the first rough draft of history. Now, history itself is one more ephemeral thing molded to fit the needs of a predetermined narrative. You might remember this lady, um, she was the one that got into a big tussle among her colleagues after writing an, uh, uh, after allowing the publishing of an op-ed written by Senator Tom Cotton, Republican of Arkansas, that sparked a major backlash from the Times staff. Hours before, the Times offered a mea culpa for running Cotton's piece, which called for the troops to be sent in to, twell, uh, to quell the riots in Minneapolis, claimed that a civil war was brewing within the paper. In her resignation letter, Ms. Weiss noted that her own forays into wrong think have made her the subject of constant bullying by colleagues who disagree with her views. They have called me a Nazi and a racist. I've learned to brush off comments about how I'm writing about the Jews again. Several colleagues perceived to be friendly with me were badgered by co-workers. My work and my character are openly demeaned on company-wide Slack channels where masthead editors regularly weigh in. Yeah. So the, uh, the liberals, uh, you know, were touchy-feely, view her as a Nazi and a racist. Uh, they are, of course, the, the liberals, the, especially the ones that work at the New York Times, among the vilest of humans. 16 after 6 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Take a quick break here and then be right back with more as we cruise on through the fourth and final hour of the program, the bonus hour here on WORD.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, yeah, right. 622 here on the Bobby Mack Show. A texter says, Reverend Al has credibility. Really? Is that what they believe uh, up there in Long Island? Uh, area code 631. Uh, Bobby, the voters of New York City giving de Blasio a chance is like giving China a chance. You know the background. You know the politics. You know he's anti-cop uh, and... Uh, uh, doesn't care about crime. They knew it before they voted for him, so uh, to heck with them. They get what they asked for. Uh, Bobby, uh, Dr. Fauci has a stake in that Resvedere or whatever it's called, and the regime costs $1,000. No wonder he's talking down uh, hydroxychloroquine. If he loses money, uh, he sees that as an alternative. Uh, Bobby, uh, this is graffiti, not a mural. That's a public highway. It's not on private property. Uh, Bobby, de Blasio also puts the residents of Trump Tower at risk. Yeah, true enough. Uh, Bobby, so attacking NYPD officers is okay, but painting over a communist brand logo is bad. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, isn't vandalizing a BLM mural a legitimate form of free speech protest? Bobby, concerning the esteemed uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, does anyone remember his involvement in the Tawana Brawley scandal back in 1987? Yeah, look it up. Uh, Bobby Spartanburg defaced the public street in front of the police station with that BLM lie. The police should arrest those who painted that slop on the street paid for by the taxpayers. 24 after 6... Uh, the president has been speaking for some time in the Rose Garden of the White House, and uh, he's been running down a litany of issues. Uh, let's, uh, let's listen in for a bit. Here's President Trump. Because the process is not fair. The media doesn't treat us fairly. They never have, and perhaps they never will. But maybe they will when we turn this around for a second time. And it's going to happen very quickly. When we turn it around for a second time, maybe they will. Uh, I think we're doing very well in the polls. And I think you have a, a silent majority, the likes of which this country has never seen before. Uh, this is a very important election. We've done a great job. We had to turn it off, as I said. Turn it off, and now we've started it again. As you know, they announced two weeks ago record job numbers, almost 5 million people. And that beat the last month, which was also a record, 2.8 million people. Nobody's ever done what we've done, and now we're doing it twice. 
And I think by Election Day, you're going to see some incredible numbers. The third quarter is going to be really good. Uh, fourth quarter is going to be great. But next year is going to be one of the best economic years. So hopefully, I'll be able to uh, be the president where we say, look at the great job I did. At this point. I think great. I think we have a great chance. I think we're going to have a lot of people show up. I'm very worried about mail-in voting because I think it's subject to tremendous fraud and being rigged. You see that Patterson, New Jersey, where I believe it was 20 percent of the vote was fraudulent. It was uh, all sorts of things happened. I understand a, a mailman was recently indicted someplace for playing games with the mail-in ballots. Uh, you'll have tremendous fraud if you do these mail-in ballots. Now, absentee ballots are okay, because absentee ballots, you have to get applications. You have to go through a process. If I'm here and I vote in Florida, you get an absentee ballot, but you have to go through a process. Absentee ballots are great. But mail-in voting, where a governor mails millions of ballots to people all over the state, California, millions and millions of ballots, as an example. And then they come back. They don't come back. Who got them? Did you forget to send them to a Republican area or a Democrat area, I guess you could say? But if you take a look at all of the unbelievable fraud that's been involved with mail-in voting over the last even short period of while, but look at Patterson, New Jersey. It was a massive error and a massive miscalculation, and there was incredible fraud. Look at the city council, what's happened to it. This is one place, but you have many places and they're all of yes, please. Thank you, sir. I want to know when's the last time you spoke with President Xi of China, and do you plan to speak with him in the near future? No, I haven't spoken to him. Well, no, I don't. I have no plan to speak to him. Yeah, and please go. Sir, follow up. Follow up. Thank you. So, do you want to do a follow-up? Yeah, or, I don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was hospitalized today with an infection. Wanted to know if you had any reaction to that news. No, I, I wish her the best. I hope she's better. I didn't hear that, actually. She was just hospitalized. No, I'm, that's too bad. No, I wish her the best. Okay. She's actually giving me uh, some good rulings. Okay? So you know that, right? People were surprised. No, I wish her the absolute best. Please. Thank you, Mr. President. So you were mentioned the travel bans, and I wonder when do you plan to reveal that? Because the European countries are in a, a situation is under control, much a better place than the U.S., and there is no ban for other hotspots like Russia and India. So what will be the criteria to change that? And I, another question. Well, you know, we banned for Europe, and at some point that'll come off. And we're dealing with them all the time. The relationships are very good. They just don't treat us very well on trade. Uh, they are. They have been very unfair to us over many, many decades. And we're doing that. It's very easy to solve. I was all set to solve it, actually, and then we got hit with the, the plague. But uh, we have a travel ban on various countries, and that travel ban remains until such time as we say it doesn't remain. And we want our country safe. We don't, unlike Biden, we don't want to have criminals pouring into our country. We don't want to have open borders. We're not going to have that. And we want to take care of our police. We want to actually fund our police, not defund them. And we're not going to abolish our police, and we're not going to make our military small and weak, because probably, or at least at top of the level, 
We need our military right now. Yeah, go ahead, please. Mr. So how do you think that the America First policy can work during a pandemic? Aren't you concerned that this could actually damage the U.S. and make China more influence around the world? Okay, look, my policy is America First. We've lost hundreds of billions of dollars a year with China and many other countries. And what we're doing is just handing everybody everything. It's just sad. I've watched it. I've looked at it. We did the U.S.-Mexico. You saw that. USMCA. Uh, we made a very fair deal on trade. We had the worst deal ever. Right? You know that. We had the worst deal ever. And it replaced that. It replaced that horrible NAFTA deal that was one of the worst trade deals ever made. I'll tell you, the only deal that might be worse is the WTO, World Trade Organization. Maybe worse. Uh, OAN, please. Thank you, Mr. President. President Trump uh, speaking in the Rose Garden of the White House this evening. He has uh, been doing a news conference, uh, opened uh, with a, a statement where uh, he compared his candidacy and what he stands for uh, with that of his uh, presumed uh, Democrat opponent, uh, Joe Biden. 6.30 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready to go with the news, and I'm right back on the other side with the last half of the bonus hour here on Tuesday on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Get your motor running, head out on the highway. 636, 24 before 7 here in the uh, closing minutes of the Bobby Mack Show. I got an email uh, today uh, from a fellow who had emailed me before. He was actually looking uh, for a uh, an email address for uh, the great one, Mark Levin. And I, I don't believe he actually has one that is public. Uh, he's available on you know some social media stuff. But in any event, uh, he'd sent me an email asking if I'd had any luck in, in finding an email address for Mark. Uh, and he said, uh, just so you know, uh, what I was wanting to pass on to him or to Mr. Producer, I'm sure you're aware that several weeks ago, in the heat of all the civil unrest, Mark decided to open his show with a national anthem. What I don't know is if you're aware that he started a remarkable and fantastic trend. In the weeks following, Mark, I've been hearing several programs and a number of radio stations playing it at least a couple of times a day. It's so moving. 
I, like you, had a career in uh, TV. I remember signing on and off every day before the 24-7 broadcast cycle. And I thought I would suggest that he rotate through as many different renditions as possible because there are so many great ones out there. This might also be something you want to discuss with your people at the station and several of the WORD family programs would consider following suit at least once a day during their respective shows. You all could consider not only a rotation of renditions, but also the hour and time during the show. That way it's a true random rotation that would allow as many listeners to hear this as possible. Just a thought, but I believe one that reinforces the patriotic stance that you all take routinely. And should you find a way to contact Mark or his staff, uh, then uh, please let me know. Sorry for the lengthy reply. Sincerely and have a great day from David in Anderson. Thank you, David. I appreciate that. That's a great thought. And, and I thought not only with the national anthem, but with other great songs and great renditions that celebrate uh, the liberties and freedoms uh, that uh, God has given us here in the United States of America. And one of the first ones that came to mind was uh, the rendition of America the Beautiful by Ray Charles. And I thought that that would be probably a pretty good one uh, to start with. And so uh, without uh, further ado, here is the genius of soul and his tribute to America the Beautiful. Yeah. Boy, if that won't choke you up i don't know what will and and what a stroke of genius from uh, ray charles to begin his rendition of america the beautiful with the third verse terrific and and i love the suggestion uh, from uh, david thanks david it's a great idea and already i'm i'm getting uh, emails with uh, suggestions for other great patriotic pieces of music i i always have been a big fan of uh, the uh, March songs from uh, John Philip Sousa. We'll, so we'll do some of those. Uh, Johnny Cash, Ragged Old Flag, uh, John Wayne, America Wild Ever. Thanks for the suggestions. And if you have some, uh, you can either text them to me, 71307, or email me, bob at 1063WORD.com, and uh, we'll do different ones every day. And... Uh, Given all the uh, the stress and strain that everybody is under, I, I think it uh, gives us a, a bit of relief. Uh, in on the uh, text line 71307, Bobby, I second the opinion of uh, the suggestion uh, considering the playing of uh, National Anthem uh, by the great one, Mark Levin. I never miss your show. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh Oh, from the uh, golf file. Bobby, do you think Bryson DeChambeau is taking steroids? I've only seen this kind of tremendous weight gain and temperament changes when there are steroids involved. Uh, Protein shakes? Give me a break. Does make you wonder he has substantially bulked up. Uh, Also on the uh, text line. Uh, Bobby, thank you so much uh, for that song. Uh, way to go, Bob. Good choice. Uh, Bobby, you can start something, too. How about playing Dixie? We'll do it. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, I hear people say, I know this virus is real, but so is cold. And it seems like uh, what's being done is far worse than the virus. 
Uh, uh, he, he dumped some paint out. Uh, the guy that dumped red paint on the uh, BLM uh, painting in uh, the street in front of Trump Tower. He dumped some paint out. Oh, well, people do what they do. <laughs> Quoting, of course, the uh, infamous uh, Nancy Pelosi, the wicked witch of the West. Quarter before seven here on the Bobby Mack Show. You may remember as we uh, go to the break, last week there was a story about a fella uh, of uh, Mexican heritage who was running for a uh, council seat out in Oregon. Uh, he lost. And so he put together this uh, hate-filled screed letter uh, that uh, he shared on Facebook and, and other social media claiming it was an example of, of America's racism. Turned out he had written the letter himself. Uh, we got another one, another hoaxer out there. Tell you where this one is when we come right back here on WORD. Yeah, it's the Boz. No, not uh, the linebacker, Bosworth. Uh, Boz Skaggs instead. Welcome back. 651, closing minutes of the Bobby Mack Show here on uh, the Tuesday edition. I mentioned uh, last week uh, we had a story of the guy in Oregon of uh, Mexican heritage. He ran for a county or city council, one or the other. He lost, and so uh, he was uh, angered at uh, the voters' failure to support him. So uh, he wrote a uh, nasty, vile screed uh, about, uh, you know, how uh, he should uh, never run for office because he's Mexican, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turned out he wrote the letter himself. And here we go again. Police officers at Texas A&M University announced this week that an alleged racial hate crime was actually a hoax perpetuated by the crime supposed victim. How many of these we've seen? Isaiah Martin, a senior at A&M, told police in June that he found racist notes on the hood of his car. According to a local news report, the Texas A&M Police Department announced on Thursday that a recent alleged hate crime was actually perpetrated by the student who reported the incident to police. Martin had told police he found three racist notes on the hood of his car in June. Uh, he tweeted about finding these notes on his windshield. Uh, I hate it here. Y'all still don't think A&M is racist? Campus police claim that... Uh, he was caught on a campus surveillance camera placing the notes, 
onto the hood of his car. After placing the notes, Martin reportedly stepped back from the car and took pictures of the notes. He immediately walked to the passenger side of the vehicle, uh, did not open any doors. He's seen toward the front of the vehicle. A brief white speck is seen from about mid-torso moving toward the vehicle, and then it goes on to describe it. The time spent at his vehicle is 1 minute 15 seconds. Martin denies the accusation that he placed the racist notes on the hood of his car. He claimed that he stopped cooperating with the campus police investigation after they became suspicious that he had placed the notes himself. Quote, I'm in a predicament where the topic of the case was, let's find, let's find out who did this to them, pointing the finger at me. In the end, I stopped talking to them because it seemed they were more interested in me getting the blame for this hate crime instead of finding the actual person who did it. Uh -huh. uh, kind of ignoring the fact that they had him on video placing uh, these notes on there. You know, maybe, maybe some of this uh, would be reduced if uh, these fake hate crimes were automatically prosecuted as hate crimes and whomever perpetrates it is uh, charged accordingly. Now to uh, wrap things up uh, for this evening, thanks so much for being along. And uh, we'll do it again tomorrow, right after El Rushbo, beginning at 3. Hope you have a great Tuesday evening. God bless. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep, I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. Who was that masked man anyways? Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep, I wonder who he was. Beats me. Who does? The masked man. The masked man beats you? Yep. I wonder how all this would sound on instant replay. I don't know. Why don't you try it? Okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.